Hello everybody, welcome back. Um, today we're going to do a kind of a new, interesting kind of episode. Um, so today I was um, kind of just scrolling through Facebook this morning when I woke up and um, I came across this video um, with uh, Terry Crews and Adam Sandler. Now, um, I'm familiar with both actors, and I do like both actors. Um, Adam Sandler, I grew up with most of his movies, and Terry Crews, I think, is one of the uh, funniest and homely guys that, you know, <laughs> is around, you know, today. And I never knew Terry Crews' past, and as I started to grow to know him through this video, I kind of realized that he was kind of a cynical and very aggressive person. Um, from what he was saying and how he presented himself, he was the type of person that said he grew up from his dad being, you need to be the bigger person. You need to push people around. You need to do this. You need to do that. And, you know, it was very eye for an eye kind of thing, you know. And Adam Sandler, he grew up like the complete opposite, where he had a very supportive family that says that you can do anything you wanted. And, um, you know, Adam Sandler, uh, he's Jewish, you know, of course, and um, as we're familiar with uh, Jesus' teachings, Jesus always taught, you know, if somebody hits you, offer them your other cheek, and, you know, always forgive your enemies, and He's very, you know, good about forgiveness, and, um, in first, first Corinthians, <clears throat> it talks about acting like men, and they say, uh, in first Corinthians 16, 13, uh, 13 and 14, um, be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong, let all that you do be done in love. And what Terry Crews was saying is that there was one point in his life where he actually was unfaithful. And his wife, you know, came, um, came out about it, saying that they left him. And Terry Crews said, most men would say, okay, fine, get another wife, start a new family, whatever. But he said, I realized that I was the problem. And he fought to change himself and get his family back. And that is, let all that you do be done in love, be strong. He was willing to be strong, accept his responsibility as a man and be done in the love that he had for his family to get them back. And that's standing firm 
And that is what Jesus was teaching. You know, you have to stand firm. Um, you know, Adam Sandler, he has his kids and, you know, he says that he loves them with all his heart, you know, and Terry Crews and Adam Sandler, they played in a movie together called The, uh, The Longest Yard. And there was a point in time where, you know, Terry Crews, he... He got, almost got to a point where he got into a fight. And instead of getting into a fight, him and his wife walked away. And his wife said that she was proud of him. Because Terry Crews grew up into a point where he would have fought. And... The way that... This... The way that this um, Black Lives Matter movement is, is that they are upset that if black lives um, fight back, that they will get shot and killed or be thrown in jail for defending themselves. And it's understandable. I understand their point. But um, at the same point on that, Terry Crews took the responsible way, and he walked away, he understood the circumstances, and he did the righteous way, you know, and that is uh, a symbol to his character, because doing that will show what kind of character you are, you know, and that will be set an example for, you know, your people. Um, in Micah 6, 8, you know, he said, uh, he has told you, oh man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justice and to do love kindness and walk humbly with your God. And that task is a question because... That is basically, is that what you're supposed to do? Because it really is what you're supposed to do. A lot of people are asking, how are you supposed to do this with God and everything? And how are you supposed to make things right? How are you supposed to accept God as, you know, your Savior? And how are you supposed to look up to, you know be the best person you are. And that's what God sent Jesus for. That's why Jesus existed. You're supposed to look at him as the example. Jesus came down as the perfect being to look at, to understand as a sinless person, to strive to be like. But we're human. We're not going to be perfect. We're going to make mistakes. We're always going to do that. And that's why Jesus died. You know, he was crucified for us. You know, I was reading a book that um, 
someone in my family, uh, he kind of fell away from the Christian faith and went into another kind of version of Christianity known as um, being a Gnostic. And it sort of is a version of Christ, uh, Christianity, but it isn't. And the way that it is is that they have secret books or hidden books that the churches don't believe in. You know, they were exiled books. And they believe that you need to have a hidden knowledge to get into heaven. Now, before everybody freaks out about this, that's not true, because it even says in the Gnostic books that, especially in the one that I read, um, James was talking to Jesus, you know, and... They, he was talking to him about going to heaven. And uh, Jesus was saying, you're not full yet. So you can't enter heaven until you're full. And he's like, what do you mean I am full? You know, he goes, I left my family, my village. You know, I, I left everything I knew to follow you. You know, he's like, but you're still in want. You still want things. Until you don't want anything anymore. And you want to... You still want things right now in life. You need to not want anything anymore to get to heaven. So, he had to explain all this stuff to James at this point in this book. And, again, this book is not recognized by the church. So, don't think it is part of, you know, the canon of the Bible, you know, but it says in it, you know, Jesus said, he started talking about the cross, you know, he says that people are, you know, Christians are always going to be, like, persecuted, they're always going to be looked at or down upon in certain ways, and it, it is true, because if you look at it now, especially today, they have so many atheists, agnostics, um, just people in general that don't, um, that just look into science and stuff that, you know, just look at Christians as being people that hold the whole world back but they can't prove there is or isn't a God, you know? And as that happens, you know, they look at us and they look down upon us, you know? And they look at us with our moral and, um, with our moral values, and they think that we're bad for having what we have, you know? They think these Christians have moral values, they don't like... You know, they don't like gay people, they don't like this, they don't like that. And it's not the fact that we don't like them. It's the fact that we just don't agree with some of the life choices that they have. You know, and that being said, you know, 
I still talk and have gay friends. I still hang out with people that are gay. I just, you know, I don't agree with the, the you know, the whole culture, you know, but that doesn't stop me for, it, it's not that I think they're bad people, you know, that doesn't change them as their, as their person. It's just their lifestyle is not, you know, something I agree with. And whether or not I agree with it, that's just our personal choice. So anyway, um, people will judge us as Christians for what we believe in. You know, um, a lot of people I see today... It's 2020. People should get with the times and this and that. Well, I'm sorry, dude, but, you know, it's 2020 and nobody has any moral values anymore, you know? It's 2020 and they're talking about trying to legalize pedophiles. I'm sorry, but... You know, the same kid that's saying that is also the same kid that is making fun of pedophiles. Now, if pedophiles becomes legalized, is he going to change his mind? You know, this is the thing that I don't understand. You know, um, people that are atheists, I talked to them before, and... I asked them, so your belief system is there's a big bang. So what happens if science disproves the big bang and finds that there's something else that made it, you know? They said, okay, well, then that would take over as the, the theory that created the world or the universe. So I said, then your belief system would change at a moment's second. Like, yeah. And then what if that's disproven? Then our belief system would change again. So there's no rhyme or reason to their belief. You know, there's just, it'll keep changing. Which means they, it'll always change. It doesn't make a difference. It's just whatever, whatever somebody tells them. Which ours is consistent because it makes sense. You know, at least to us, you know. Now, in Ephesians uh, 4, uh, 32, another thing that Terry Crews, he says, to be a man, it means to be to forgive one another. And that's another thing that Jesus spoke of. You know, in Ephesians 4, 32, it says, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgive, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. You know, Jesus forgave everyone. You know, it didn't make a difference, you know. Um, Mary Magdalene being a prostitute, he forgave her. Uh, Matthew being a tax collector, he forgave him. It didn't make a difference, you know. You know, Mark 11, whenever you stand uh, praying, forgive. 
if you have anything against anyone, so that your Father who also is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. You know, First uh, John 1 and 9. If we forgive our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and is to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Um, all these things of Jesus' teachings, Terry Crews basically found in himself to try to better his life. And he did it, you know. He got his wife and family back. He still has a good career. He's making a decent living for himself, you know. Um, that being said, I don't think money is a big thing, you know. I don't make a lot of money. I'm making nothing from doing this for you guys. I do this because... Um, Honestly, I do it because I think it's the right thing to do. I think that people that are suffering with this COVID crisis right now need some sort of voice that has have God in it. And because churches, some churches are still closed and everything, I'm hoping that this reaches people, you know? Um, you know, so, I mean, I don't have a whole bunch of, you know, like, I, I don't have, like, a huge following either, and that's fine. This is for everybody that listens. It's not to make money, it's to give something back to God, you know? Um, that was another thing about Terry Crews that I thought was really good, too. 2 Corinthians 11.30, if I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. Terry Crews, at that point in time, he was talking about his pride. He was talking about all these different things that really, like... You would think that it would be something that he um, would brag about, but it wasn't. It was basically him. Literally, at one point, he was like almost in tears. He was expressing his weaknesses, that he was talking to people as if they were his property, that he was talking to people as if they weren't human, you know? Um, Second Chronicles 7.14, If my people who are called by name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. I want you all to think about that 
one verse, Second Chronicles 7.14. If you all have your Bibles, flip to that page. America, China, Israel, you know, if there's any Christians in, you know, Iran or any of these other countries, um, Spain, Morocco, anything. I want you to just think about this. I want you all to pray. Pray for your country. Pray for your friends. Pray for your family. Pray for everything that you hold dear. Pray for your enemies. Pray for the people that you love. And pray for the people that you don't really like either. Last thing I'm going to say about Terry Crews is in Matthew 23. Verse 12, whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles, humbles himself will be exalted. Terry Crews did that for himself. He proved that he can be humble in front of the entire world. He showed his weaknesses. He showed what he did wrong. He explained it. He had his wife, you know, express everything that he did. It was a very powerful moment in all of that. Goes straight back to what Jesus was preaching and teaching to everybody. And from there are from the quotes that I quoted you guys in the Bible. And from that point on... I want you guys to all understand that today, in this world, all these teachings and everything that Jesus has done is still going to this day, going to help you guys. So don't turn away from him and keep trying your best to be a part of him. That said, I'm going to cut it off here. If you guys are ready to um, accept uh, Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, go into episodes and uh, do the sinner's prayer. Um, you can find that um, in the episodes. After you play it, just repeat it and repeat it. Um, and if you guys want, I also just started a Twitter. Um, it's, um, the at symbol at martyr minister. Uh, you'll see the same icon, um, as the thing, uh, as the profile pic. 
and feel free to follow it. If there's anything else you guys need, um, you can uh, email me at ministermartyr at gmail.com. Thank you again for tuning in. Take care.